Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into horror films in today's episode. What's this? What's this? It's super califragilistic, expialidocious. What is this? A whole new world. What is this? Now, I've talked about horror films before in the past, and uh, I've kind of touched on my, my feelings about them and how, I, how much I like or dislike the genre as a whole, and it's not, you know, it's not my favorite genre, really. It, it, it's difficult to, to enjoy a lot of horror films for me, and generally the ones that a lot of people like and, and, and reference and enjoy when you, like, kind of look back at the classic horror movies, I, I don't particularly care for those. And... You know, I'll kind of run down some of my favorite horror films, and they're going to be horror movies that aren't necessarily horror films in the same sense. And so, you know, for me, I guess I look at horror films to be very non-formulaic. So I, I don't like, you know, I recently watched the original Friday the 13th movie for the first time. Uh, in, uh, yesterday, and, you know, Not My Cup of Tea, I thought it was bad overall, and really, I have no interest in watching the rest of them. I might, I, I don't know, I might go into, keep watching them, but I was not very entertained. For me, you know, I think Halloween is good, and I think Nightmare on Elm Street is good, but I, I none of them, like, come close to, like, my top 50 horror films, really. So, I don't know, I, I think I have a little bit of a, more of an unconventional taste when it comes to horror films. I would have, I, you know, I, I really m pretty much avoided them early on when I started watching a lot of movies. And the main reason that I've seen so many of them now is that uh, there was a period of time where I was kind of just watching, where like I was watching bad movies, awful movies, and I kind of talked to that, about that before. And as it turns out, uh, a lot of movies that are really bad are horror films. So there's, I mean, that's there's a reason that uh, the horror film genre is the only genre of film I've seen where the average film rating of those movies is below 50. Um, it currently stands at 49.99 and the next lowest average rated films are short films at 50.48. And there's there's just... Um, and then if you kind of look at the, the number of these films that I've seen, the, the horror film genre I, I've bumped up to 358 films, uh, give or take, and short films I've seen 846, so far more short films, and I just, I don't know, I, I just, I, I rarely get excited to see a horror film, 
the trailers I think are generally silly. I think a lot of the supernatural type of horror films are stupid. Uh, the the general makeup and effects work I think is usually not great, especially in the older, tech, more like classical horror films that we think of. And I don't like jump scares. I think jump scares are cheap, and I, I think for the most part they they they're they're you know they lack you know a quality of the, like filmmaking quality in my opinion. So. I am not a fan of horror films. I wouldn't call myself that, but I do. There are quite a few horror films that I, I, I genuinely enjoy, and I really like them. And so here, here's the kind of I'm gonna run down my top ten horror films real quick right now. Number 10 right now is They Live from 1988. Uh, this is, I wouldn't, you know, I would say this is more sci-fi than horror. Uh, you know, it's an kind of an alien oppression sort of film where Roddy Piper uh, gets these glasses that let him see people for what they really are. And it turns out that a lot of people are just aliens and... You know, again, I wouldn't call this a traditional horror film in the sense that most people consider it, and I think if it were, I wouldn't like it as much. I, I, I really like this movie. I think it's a great satire and social commentary on just materialism and things like that, but horror film, I mean, it counts, but it, it it's not what you would generally pick. I don't know. I don't think it's a, like a, a. I don't think it's necessarily what people look at as a horror film. Uh, and so, number nine is a little closer to what a real horror film might be, and that's The Cabin in the Woods from 2011. However, The Cabin in the Woods is a satire and parody of horror films. You know, it takes those traditional tropes and turns them on their head, and that's what makes me like it so much it's very smart it's very clever and the the sort of the horror elements of this movie are secondary you know it's more about the the sort of underlying thrill of the making of horror films and and why horror films are so cheesy and silly and it uses them in, in very interesting ways and plays those things off of each other and it's very meta in that way. And that's that's something I really, really like. And so I think The Cabin in the Woods is my second favorite sort of satirical meta look at horror films. But it, it's it's brilliant. I, I thought I watched it. It's the mo it's the in this top ten is the newest film of all of them, so, you know, I haven't seen anything since 2011 to break into my top 10 horror films, and, you know, Cabin in the Woods, I think is great, I just think it's great. Uh, number 8 is Slither, and Slither is uh, probably, of all the films on this list, the closest to a traditional horror film. Um, it's a horror comedy, you know, 
and I it's been a while since I've seen it and you know my it's you know it's a James Gunn film and I really like James Gunn and I think the film itself is is kind of silly the way James Gunn uh, really is and you know it's a sort of a zombie mutation type of horror film you know people are turning into the monsters <clears throat> effectively and uh, I, I think you know like all the films I'm going to talk about like it's not the horror in this movie that carries it through for me it's the comedy it's it's the way that elements of this movie are juxtaposed with traditional com traditional horror and played for laughs more than scares you know i wouldn't call i wouldn't call any of the top 10 horror films i've seen scary i don't think they're scary not in a yell scream freak out kind of a way and i i think that that's kind of what a truly effective and and genuine horror film should be. It should be scary. It should be very unsettling and creepy. You know, it, which came out this year, isn't, I wouldn't call it the scariest film I've ever seen, but it is genuinely unsettling. And Bill Skarsgård is very scary in that movie. And so I think... You know, it's definitely the the sort of most... I would call it the scariest film I've seen this year. But as a film overall, I don't think it's amazing. I think it's pretty good, but not amazing. Uh, so Slither at 8. At 7 is 28 Days Later. Uh, another zombie film. And this one comes from 2002. And 28 Days Later is just it just it just has more cinematic quality it's more interesting it's more it's easier to you know you it's it's a very unconventionally filmed uh zombie movie and that is part of what i enjoy about it uh it's it's i you know it doesn't frighten me you know it's not you know, these aren't movies that are going to keep you up at night with nightmares, and they're not going to terrify you, but it is a movie that really kind of eats away at you bit by bit, in my opinion. It's a movie that will slowly kind of wear you down the same way like zombies kind of do, you know? They're relentless. It's, 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 it's a really tough film... Because it's it's portrayed as, as so realistically, you know, it's shot so well and has that feel of just really happening, and that's why it's so much more effective than, in my opinion, a lot of other zombie-related movies. Uh, another zombie film, uh, and my favorite sort of metaphysical meta take on on horror movies is Shaun of the Dead. Uh, Shaun of the Dead is a look at the zombie genre as a comedy, first and foremost a comedy, uh, from Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, um, 
and uh, it's 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 hilarious. You know, it's it's very very funny, and Edgar Wright does so much with you know what looks like a relatively small budget, but it's it's funny. It makes fun of the horror genre perfectly and makes fun of zombies perfectly and it kind of just does everything right it's it's clever and also but like also it does have enough of a horror element that it's it's actually affecting you know it's it's emotional you feel for these characters you're concerned when they're infected and you know the scene where they have to where or Simon Pegg has to kill his mom is very much depressing and sad and emotional, but they they still manage to in, in, inject that with humor and make it funny, and that's difficult. That's very very difficult. But again, like I don't when I think of Shaun of the Dead, I'm not like scared of you know, zombies, you know, at the end of the movie is Simon Pegg's character playing video games with his zombie best friend. Like, how scared can you really be by those things? It's, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's silly, ultimately. So, number five is Alien from 1979, which is uh, a creature horror movie. And aliens are scary. Uh, it's it's uh, it's definitely I would in my opinion I would say it's first and foremost horror. Um, I might even say horror sci-fi, pairing those two at the top, because it is definitely a sci-fi film, but it relies so much on horror elements and you know what might be in the dark, what you can't see, what is hiding behind you and in front of you, that. Uh, it is probably the most unsettling film on this top ten, in my opinion. But you know, at this point, we we don't really look at Alien, uh, not just the film, but the entire franchise and the creature itself as as like really a horror monster. You know, it's not the kind of you know, it's not a Freddy or a Jason. Uh, it's not the kind of you know, it's not Mike Myers. It's not the kind of creature or being that is going to keep you up at night and and scare you from going to sleep, you know, because it's not real. And, you know, you can say that about any sort of fictional harm creature, but it's, it's an alien from outer space. It's not something that attacks you close to home. And, I, and while I think the film does a great job of uh, sort of circumnavigating that pitfall very, very well, you know, I think uh, Ridley Scott really puts you in this in Ridley's uh, uh, Ripley's space in, in her shoes and the rest of the crew as they're being one by one taken out by this thing. You know, it's 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 just it's not. I'm not afraid of them. You know, I I don't know I, I don't know how else to explain it, but I'm just not. It doesn't scare me that way. Uh, number four is uh, the closest to kind of an old classic horror film, as best as I can tell, and that's Evil Dead 2. I think, I like the first Evil Dead, but 
Evil Dead 2 is, in my opinion, far superior. It's basically the same movie with more blood, bigger production, and it's shorter, snappier, and gets to the point much faster. It's very silly. Uh, it's not, I wouldn't call it a comedy, but it is a little silly. But it is, first and foremost, a horror film. And Bruce Campbell is magnificent in it. He embodies sort of, he just, he goes crazy. The scene uh, where he kind of is like dancing with the rest of the objects in the house and like losing his mind is just, just fantastic. And I think he makes, he makes the movie and the, the, just all the things happening around in the movie are just blown to obscene proportions they're they're completely uh, you know over the top ridiculous and he does so much with it and and yet at the whole the whole time none of it is played inauthentically it's you know it's it's made to be real and you feel as kind of like as silly as sort of like the chainsaw arm stuff is in this these movies it's still like it's gripping and you know there's a lot of creepy shit happening at this house that he's staying at and i just i, I think it's, it's really well made and and it takes advantage of that sort of low budget crazy silliness uh, better than any of the other movies uh, I've talked about or that haven't talked about as far as horror films. Number three uh, is more of an action horror film, uh, kind of more action than horror, and that's Aliens. Uh, I think it's a little bit better of a movie than Alien, although I enjoy Alien a little bit more. And this is the James Cameron sequel to Alien. Uh, it came out in 86 seven years later and it's not like it's even less scary because it's not just an alien stalking your ship it's now just a horde of them and they're more like ants than than anything else so it's it's not scary it's more of like a i don't know it's it's kind of more of like an overwhelming trying to over overwhelm you type of a situation you know it's not you know i admire how in alien it's just it's like eight or it's like six or seven or eight people trapped on a ship and fearing for their lives whereas in aliens it's kind of more along the lines of it's an army squad that's prepared for what's happening you know they have ripley they know the strengths and weaknesses of Alien, and they, I don't know, it, it just, there's less of a suspenseful scariness involved, and I think that that takes away from what I love so much about the creature itself, but I think as an action film, Aliens is incredibly, incredibly successful, uh, one of my favorite, quote, action movies of all time. And James Cameron does a fantastic job with increasing the scope, but also still remaining true to the characters, in my opinion, 
and uh, the certain circumstances that they find themselves in. Number two is a Best Picture winner, and that's The Silence of the Lambs. It's not a scary movie, but it's a horror movie. You know, you've got serial killers and uh, Anthony Hopkins' fantastic performance as Hannibal Lecter, who is a terrifying individual. He is legitimately frightening. Uh, he, he is unsettling the way he talks, the way he, he, you know, says things and slithers his tongue and all that kind of stuff is, is, uh, it's, it's really, really affecting and he's so good at it. He's absolutely so good at it. And I think that the movie is kind of long and, and, and moves at a slow pace, but it has a lot of stuff to get out and a lot of information to give you, and you have so many different uh, sides of this story that's being told, that it ultimately, I, I mean, it barely qualifies as a horror film for me. You know, there are a lot of good scenes of, like, in the horror film, like, just, like, wearing somebody else's skin and, and uh, just the talk of cannibalism and things like that are, you know, are deeply, deeply... Um, like, fucked up, really, <laughs> you know, like, those are very, very odd and problematic things that the movie portrays in a real-world situation, you know, these are based on, you know, characters that, you know, could exist in the real world, and, and it's, it's, terrifying, that's what's scariest about Silence of the Lambs, so although there's movies on this list, as best we're aware, can't possibly happen in real life, and neither will the first number one film, and yet, like, Silence of the Lambs could happen, you know, has, you know, enough basis in reality, these are real people, you know, there's no supernatural element to this movie, it's, it's a crime mystery thriller with a horror uh, kind of looked through horror glasses and that's what makes it so impactful at the end of the day uh, so Silence of the Lambs and then number one the only foreign film foreign language film on this list is Pan's Labyrinth kind of a fairy tale fantasy movie, uh, but also definitely a horror mil film. Uh, this little girl finds herself in this really strange and scary world as, you know, this kind of uns unassuming, unsuspecting princess, and, you know, some of the creatures in this movie are just absolutely terrifying to look at. Guillermo del Toro does a phenomenal job with this film, and the look of it, and the feel of it, and the atmosphere, and all of those things put together, and I was just, I don't know, and, and yet, I think for me, the scariest character and thing in this movie is her father, um, I believe that's the guy's, I think it's a father, not like an uncle or anything, I think it's a father, you know, the scene where he's like shaving, and just the way he acts and talks to her is, uh, is far scarier than, um, you know, than, than those creatures, I, you know, and those creatures are pretty scary, and, like, the things that have, like, the, the 
weird guy with the eyeball hands, like terrifying, like completely terrifying. And yet I really like the thing, the, the thing that sticks with me most that gets under my skin from that movie is the father character, you know, because again, I think it's because of how that's a real human being person. That's, in my opinion, what scares me the most in a horror movie. And it's like the realness of a thing. Um, you know, when, when it's something that could happen, something that could really happen, something that could twist a human being into this terrifying, otherworldly creature, almost, is, is what really frightens me the most in these movies. Um, you know... And, and so that's why I think Pan's Labyrinth is so, so strong of a movie because it has these fantasy elements and it creates them and displays them in such a fascinating way. And yet at the end of the day, I'm looking at it, I'm like, that is so much better than living with this fucking dad guy. He is awful. And the way that Del Toro, you know, sort of creates this parallel between the fantasy world and real life is masterful and it's it's not just my favorite quote horror film but one of my favorite films ever you know it's ranked 29th on my top 250 um and i i'm a big 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 fan of pan's labyrinth so you kind of look at these top 10 you know you don't see psycho in my top 10 uh you don't see um like other sort of like traditional horror films I'm kind of like going down the list here to see what doesn't make it uh, let's see you got like what would I consider like Poltergeist is like in like the 40s The Flies in the 40s uh, Drag Me to Hell 48th um, Carrie The Babadook these are all floating around the 50 mark Nightmare on Elm Street is 54th. Um, let me see here. Da, 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 da. Saw is 63rd. Predator, 64th. Um, Scream is 69th. Uh, House of the Devil, 71st. Misery, Night of the Living Dead, It, 75th. Uh, the Descent. The Fly, the other The Fly, the original The Fly, the older 1958 version of The Fly. Um, the Others, Reanimator, we're in the 80s now, The Exorcist, Paranormal Activity, Scary Movie 1, Night of the Living Dead, Black Christmas, uh, Tremors, The Monster, The Crazies, The Visit. Uh, we're in the 90s, past 100 uh, with like Nosferatu. Crimson Peak. Uh, I don't know. I just The Shining is like 111th for me. Like I I don't respond to like sort of traditional horror films in that way. You know, it's you know, Get Out is great, but it's not a traditional horror film. It's psychological. It's not really a jump scare type of movie. It's an unsettling racial uh, commentary on society and like you know say what you want about traditional horror and like classic sort of 70s and 80s horror films slashers and 
you know, as, as, as much as like some of them can be drawn as sort of parables to, you know, this commentary or that commentary, I think that, you know, those kind of movies just don't, I don't know, they're just, I don't know if it's the time they were made in and released, I, I can't be sure, but I just, I have, I struggle to really connect with them on any real level. So like this year, uh, you have Get Out, which I, I really, really, really like, I, I think it's great. Uh, I would consider Mother a horror film, I think that's great. Uh, there's, um, moving down, It would be the next one, I think that's very good. Uh, Gerald's Game from Netflix is also very good. And then, you know, I don't know what you get to next. Um, like, there's not... Here, let me sort this way. Get out, mother, it, Gerald's Game. Then you've got a short film named called Zygote, which I thought was very good. Uh, you've got a short film named Raka, which I always think is very good. Uh, it Comes at Night is uh, in line there, I think is pretty good. Uh, and then The Babysitter from Netflix, and anything besides that, I thought was fine at best. Alien Covenant was fine. Annabelle Creation, I didn't think is good. Happy Death Day, I thought was kind of bad. Life, I thought was kind of bad. Um, 47 Meters Down, I thought was really bad. Awful, Bye Bye Man, awful. The Mummy, awful. Little Evil, awful. Death Note, awful. Flatliners, awful. Rings, awful. Like, it just, it doesn't, you know, it just so happens that people pump out these horror films and they're not good. Now, recently, in addition to all of these kind of poorly made, cheap horror films, we've been getting some pretty nice stuff from Blumhouse, actually. And that's been... A breath of fresh air, really. You know, these kind of unassuming, unsuspecting, but well-made and, and sort of auteur type of horror films. You know, I didn't particularly think Happy Death Day was very good, but it was entertaining, and I liked the idea and the concept of it. Uh, you have Split, which is kind of horror film. Uh, it's more, uh, I don't know, supernatural, fantastical than anything else, but it's definitely a horror film. And, you know, that's... And Get Out. You know, Get Out was great. Get Out's, like, one of my favorite movies from this year. So, <laughs> horror films... I don't know. I, I hope that they're on kind of an upswing uh, with Blumhouse and it being so, you know, financially successful this year. And, you know, if Get Out and it have any kind of a presence at the Oscars, like, that's going to be a huge deal and I hope, I hope they do. Like, they're both good films, and I'm very impressed by them, and, and I liked both of them quite a bit. So, fingers crossed that they make some sort of an impact, but on the whole, like, like I said, like, horror film is the lowest rated genre uh, in my spreadsheet, and I've seen 21 horror films this year, uh, which ties how many I've seen, I saw or not this year, but 21 horror films that came out in 2017, uh, which ties how many I've seen from 2016. And, you know, like, I don't have any plans to see Jigsaw because it looks awful 
and I just I'm so done with this franchise. I I don't like that's another element. Like I having watched Friday the 13th for the first time, I realized how many Friday the 13th movies there are. And like I don't how do you just it's the same fucking movie over and over and over again. I don't know how you can be interested and involved in something like that. You know, how are you invested in this film franchise beyond the first two, really? Uh, you know, I think the only one I'd be mildly interested in is the second one because I still don't, you know, I still haven't seen Jason, really. And that's just endlessly frustrating. Like, I don't get it in that way, you know? So, uh, I don't know, I, I just... I don't particularly like horror films that much. And so when I find one that's like really good, that I, I really enjoy, like an It Follows or a Hard Candy or, um, you know, The Loved Ones, Spring, Eden Lake, uh, The Thing, Shadow of the Vampire, like those are great, great movies. But, you know, when you talk to someone about horror movies, they like, they go to Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street, and Friday the 13th, which I think are just stupid. I mean, I, I think Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street are good movies, but they're still stupid. And so I, I don't, I just don't have that connection, you know, and I don't know if it's because I'm so, I can't, I missed the boat on those movies. They came out before I was born. Uh, it could be, but I think that there's just more to it than blood and gore and killing things. And, you know, I'm more along the lines of kind of like, kind of like a red eye or, um, you know, eyes without a face. We are what we are. Uh, the final girls. A girl walks home alone at night. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, let the right one in. You know, those are the kinds of movies that I like for my horror films. And, you know, if I, if I look, if I go on... Uh, if I go on Letterboxd, I sort by horror films, um, and I sort by quality, so average high rating, highest. Uh, you got Psycho, you got Alien, The Shining, The Thing, Rosemary's Baby. You know, these are all movies I like, I think are good to a certain degree. Um, Aliens, Jaws, Jaws is another good one. I Do I not have that classified as horror? I might not. Because I think I count that as a... Oh, wait, that's Jaws 2. I don't have that. I have that as adventure, drama, mystery, thriller. I don't know. Um, get Out. And then The Innocents. Let the right one in. Um, you know, Shaun of the Dead is up there. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, my goodness. I... I think that's awful. I think that movie's absolutely awful. I don't understand why that's gotten such a cult following and why that's considered such a good movie. I really don't see it. Um, you know, Halloween is up there. Night of the Living Dead. Uh, Suspiria. Eraserhead. I don't understand the love for that movie. Um, Deep Red. I didn't really get. American Werewolf in London was not my cup of tea either. Um, so if I, let me see, like reduce the decades. Kind of get some more newer films in this list. 
Um, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I find these movies hard to hit with me, particularly, but just, I don't know, there's just something about this genre that I think doesn't quite get to my point of view, doesn't quite connect with me in a way that I understand and enjoy. Like, I've seen so many, you know, I've seen over like 300 and some horror movies, but you know, some like there's just so many really, really bad ones. I don't know why, you know, The Island of Dr. Moreau, uh, The Darkness, Camp Hell, Horrors of Spider Island, Incarnate, I Frankenstein, The um, Invocation of My Demon Brother, The Forgotten Ones, Mega Piranha, Idle Hands, When a Stranger Calls, The Reaping, Ouija, Flatliners, The Remake, Disturbing Behavior at the Devil's Door, Phantoms, The Grudge, um, The Underworld, and Resident Evil movies that qualify, Victor Frankenstein, Annabelle, Death Note, Faculty, Rise Blood Hunter, Lake Placid, Primal, The Wolfman, Cannibal Holocaust, Headhunter, 51, Little Evil, He Knows You're Alone, Boneyard, I Know What You Did Last Summer, um, you know, Piranha 3D, The Mummy, Anaconda, uh, Curiosity, Ensign the Darkness, Hellbound, Twilight Saga, whatever those count, you know, I, Open Grave, Swamp Thing, The Brain, Demon Knight, Resident Evil, I said that, Brazen Bull, Red State, uh, Ghost Rider, Jack and Diane, The Ruins, The Lazarus Effect, Blair Witch, all these movies, I can just take it or leave it, like, they're not good, I don't enjoy them, uh, Amityville Horror, Sharknado, House at the End of the Street, all awful movies, in my opinion, and I don't know, I, I just think, I think that horror film fans in general and from the experiences I have and from the reviews I've seen on Letterboxd of people who like horror movies and, and things like that tend to have a different set of standards when they look at a movie. Now, and I'm not saying that that's necessarily a good or a bad thing. You know, that's fine. Like, you like whatever movies you like. I, I don't, that doesn't bother me. I just, I just, I don't know. I, I think... For me, it's just puzzling and, and frustrating that, you know, more than the majority of horror movies that come out are bad. And I, I think that that's, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't necessarily mean, like, just poorly made, but just the quality of them is genuine, generally lower than other genres. And some, it seems like, a lot of horror fans like actually like that and want that and that just is strange to me you know like I don't want generic slasher movies I don't you know I don't like that in any genre you know whether it's a comedy or an action movie or a drama or a sci-fi or, or a western like I don't want generic I don't want uh, the same old thing again and again and again I want something original I want something new I want something that's going to change things for me or or take me into a place or situation or an experience that I'm not familiar with and it feels like horror films don't get to do that that often you know you get all these movies that are like don't say this thing or you know don't turn out the lights or don't go to this 
cabin in the woods, don't go to this party, don't go to this thing, don't go to that, don't do this. And we've seen all of these different permutations dozens and dozens and dozens of times. And the number of kind of new and original horror films, like an It Follows, um, you know, are, are few and far between, uh, in my opinion. Uh, you know, you have It Follows in 2014, Cabin in the Woods is 2011, This is the End is 2013, you know, Get Out was 2017. Um, a Girl Walks Home Alone at Night is 2014. Uh, you know, the, there's just not a lot. There's just We Are We Are is 2010. You know, I got a lot of good foreign language horror films that I've seen. You know, Train to Busan, Eyes Out of the Face, Funny Games, um, Let the Right One In, 2008, Chronicle, 2012, uh, Drag Me to Hell, 2009. But you know, you look at some of these other genres and they're putting out two, three, four, five good to great movies a year in those genres. You know, obviously drama is, it's a little unfair when like 75% of every movie is a drama almost, but horror films, I don't know. I just, I find them to kind of just always be one note and the, the, that note is just flat for the whole movie and so it's 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 just very problematic for me so uh all that said um i i don't know i i want to like horror movies more i want there to be more better horror movies and there i'm sure there are there's still plenty of movies i haven't seen classified as horror that a lot of people like so obviously i i'm in no way saying that i've seen everything I wouldn't at all suspect, uh, presume to say that, but it just feels to me like they've—they're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel for original ideas, and that's why we get a jigsaw. That's why we get, you know, all these Annabelles and Halloweens and Friday the Thirteenths and, and things like that. So I don't know. I just—I want more Get Outs and I want more It Followses that's that's what i'm looking for you know pan's labyrinth um shawn of the dead slither cabin in the woods like that's the kind of film i'm looking for so yeah i don't know those are it's kind of my feeling on horror films generally negative but there are definitely a lot of fantastic ones out there i hope you enjoyed the episode uh thank you so much for listening uh, if you have any comments, concerns, questions, or answers, you can send those to circleoffilm at gmail.com. If you want to check out the site, other episodes of the podcast, uh, information about me, spreadsheet, things like that, you can head over to circleoffilm.com. And if you'd like to support the show in any way, shape, or form, you can head over to patreon.com slash circleoffilm. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same goodnight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be the same adieu. In the name of love, one night in the name of love. So long, farewell, oh, I'll be the same. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So long.